0: Okay, oh, wow, uh... Mm-hmm. Do I have a lot to talk about this movie? Uh-huh. Well, I'll just, uh, I'm Mark. Britton. And, uh, let's not waste any time, let's just get started with this. Uh, the movie was The Titan, I think it was called, right? Yeah, The Titan, for, like, on, uh, on Netflix. On Netflix. Um, it's a Netflix original movie, mm-hmm. and, uh... I just to give a quick summary of what the plot is actually about. Yeah. Um... The Earth is going to hell. Mm -hmm. It's like the future, the not-too-distant future, but all of our resources has dried up. We have, uh, I guess, some sort of global catastrophe and things like that, so we need to find another planet to live on, um, or moon in this case, and the the scientists decide, you know what? Titan seems like a good place to live on. Uh, Even though it's completely uninhabitable, Mm-hmm. For many reasons, they decide <laughs> we're just gonna make, we're just gonna acclimate humans to that by injecting it with a bunch of uh, genetic modifiers.
1: Yeah, the the movie takes place, I think, like in the twenty forties, like about twenty six years from now. Or yeah, more. and they they say that uh, every every one of Earth's uh, resources is taken up, and uh, you know they're running out of room and. Uh, food and you know energy and all that jazz. So, rather than exploit the the resources of the the moon or you know, Mars our moon or or even the asteroid belt, yeah, uh, they go for one the, probably one of the more difficult journeys <laughs> to Neptune. I think it's Neptune. It's either I think Neptune. It
0: was just Saturn because at the end Saturn's. Moon oh, that's was right. It was ne-
1: Saturn. Saturn. Uh, Titan is the moon of Saturn. And, uh, yeah, that's, that's the, uh, that's where humanity is going to endure.
0: So they, they kind of inject this, uh, a bunch of test subjects with, you know, genetic modifiers, like animal, I guess, uh, DNA or something, I don't know. I'm not, uh, a geneticist, so I don't know what they do, and apparently they don't, they're not either. So, you know, they just magic, uh, science formula it, and, uh, and humans start, uh, or these test subjects uh, from the military start, um... you know, developing all these, uh... <laughs> I'll, I'll say extraordinary, you know, kind of uh, abilities and things like that, and... Yeah,
1: it, it starts off good for them, well. where... Oh, yeah, it, it starts off neat, where they're just underwater for a half hour without having to take a breath.
0: I mean, I, I would say that that is probably one of the, uh better parts of the movie but i'm grading it on a scale here because <laughs> if it was a regular like if this was a good movie you know this would all be within the first like 15 minutes or something yeah. yeah this wouldn't be the highlight of the movie at this point in fact actually no the highlight of the movie wouldn't be them sitting in a pool like that like that that in any other movie wouldn't be well this was the best scene i guess them yeah. not breathing underwater then performing <laughs> a uh performing a, uh, David Blaine type of, uh, yeah. performance trick. So, um, they, they do all these things, and then, of course, the experiments start to go a little uh, caca, because this is, yep. uh, this is kind of like an unexplored science for all these, you know, scientists and everything. Yeah,
1: it's fringe science.
0: And the wife's like, I didn't know there'd be dangers, even though you said millions of times there could be dangers. Yeah. So the wife, a pediatrician, mind you, <laughs> Like, that's what it says on her degree. She's a pediatrician. She thinks that there's, like, I guess some sort of big conspiracy or something, and decides to do all this information where she finds out, Hey, you guys are injecting uh, genetic material from other animals into these people. And they're like, Yeah, we know. <laughs> We're doing this. You guys signed the waivers.
1: Yeah. Like, they don't have alien DNA to inject into this man. <laughs>
0: Like, and they can't inject other human DNA. Like what 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 did you think we were gonna do yeah. to acclimate them?
1: Look, I'm a pediatrician.
0: Okay, great. So if we need if if you know we if the alien kids babies. get sick, yeah. Then uh, then we'll figure out something to do here. But for now let the let the geneticists figure out the genetics work.
1: And you know, to her credit, they they were acting a little bit shady. But yeah. uh, you know, it, it was a clandestine operation for the you know savior of humanity.
0: Yeah, because that's the whole point. They have to go, you know, send everyone to or acclimate people to space in order yeah. to continue with you know human species. Basically, mm-hmm. it's just like a kind of like a superhuman species. But yeah. then you know the uh, the experiments actually kind of work because the you know the the main character um, he actually you know he becomes a. Uh, Monster. <laughs> yeah, okay, he becomes a monster. Yeah. Uh, he uh, he kind of has, he becomes like a hybrid of man and uh, I'm guessing bat or something or dolphin, I don't know. <laughs> but uh, he's a bunch of different animals and um, they're like, okay, yeah, he can now survive on Titan. And then that's when things get interesting.
1: Yeah. It, uh, it, you know, there was the point where they... You know, he and another test subject, mm-hmm. uh, you know, survived the process, and you know, became these new species. I think it was Homo Titanus. Yeah, that that's, was, what, that's uh, what they called it. That, that's what they called it. And uh, you could kind of tell that this is where the rewrites happened. Mm-hmm. The uh, it was, you know it was not the the vision of the original writer because it goes from uh, a kind of like a, a scientific process. Movie mm-hmm. where they're they're going through trials and you know various uh, tests, and it goes into kind of a, a dumb conspiracy action movie. Yeah, uh, it because you could kind of tell that they were going for all right. Uh, the uh, the main character is you know he survived the process. His marriage is a little bit on the rocks because of it. And he was supposed to... And you can tell that the other uh, survivable test subject, who was a female, uh, was going... To, and they were going to kind of go forth and be the next Adam and Eve.
0: Yeah, that's where I thought they were going with Yeah, it.
1: And apparently, <laughs> it didn't look like, uh, you know, whichever studio made this was all right with that.
0: Like, I can say that if they kind of ended it like that, I would have been... It would have been at least a more respectable enemy... An enemy uh, ending because even though it was a little like the movie itself was a little bit boring and yeah. stupid in a lot of parts um, at the very least it was like all right well this does seem like the natural conclusion to this story this yeah. seems like what we were building towards what we weren't building towards was an action sequence where the monsters go crazy <laughs> and start killing people yeah so-
1: it, 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 which was it was repetitive it's like you know they they you know the lady goes crazy. Uh, the, the the female monster goes crazy, and you know, they, they kills them. You know, kills her husband, and then tries to kill a bunch of uh, 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 you, know, uh SWAT, you know, SWAT team people, and uh, gets darted and all, then all shot up, and then uh, like for some reason he didn't like that, and goes full Frankenstein, and uh, you know, starts slashing at people.
0: And then his, his wife kind of talks him down, and then they, like, they bring her two in the base, and they're like, Alright, listen. Um, now, even though the experiment was successful, he doesn't want to go to space anymore for some <laughs> reason. I, we don't know why. So, maybe if you gave him, like, a uh, this chemical, which will basically chemically lobotomize him, um, he won't have any more attachments, and he can go up, and he can do mm-hmm. the damn thing that he signed on for, and, you know, save humanity. Yeah. He, you know, to d- 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 do that little thing. And, uh... Well, this is where, like, the last five minutes of the movie is where I just want to talk, like, the most about. Okay. Because she basically double-crosses the scientists and doesn't inject him with this. She injects the guy with saline. Don't know why they gave her the option to inject him (laughs) with saline, but she does.
1: Also, I don't know why they trust the woman that is clearly not trustworthy.
0: Yeah, the one who's been undermining them the entire time. Yeah. So... She does that, the uh, and of course the monster wakes up and just starts murdering people for some reason. Mm-hmm. They never really explain why. He just got angry. He's like, "Well, I'll, you know, you guys locked me in a cage." So, yeah. <laughs> There's a little girl throwing flowers by the lake, and he throws her in there. Like it just gets crazy, and then um, then they have like them cornered, like the scientist and the monster and the monster's wife yeah. and uh, this the uh, the head scientist, the professor who you know, not only ran this entire experiment, but, mind you, successfully, because the proof is right there in front of him, and the guy's like, listen, he's killing our soldiers, we can't do anything, we have to kill him, and if you don't get out of our way, you're going to have to kill him too. And the wife, with her son there, her 10-year-old son, looks at the scientist and says, no, I'd rather my kid die (laughs) than give you the satisfaction... Of killing my husband, and so the soldiers say, "You know what? She's right, and I'll point the guns at the professor." Yeah. Mind you, the professor who's been trying to save mankind yeah. and is successfully doing so. <laughs> they decide to turn their guns on the professor and threaten his life
1: for for really no reason. Like, like, yeah. Granted, the the professor was a bit of an you know a bit of an asshole. Was yeah. Like, kill them instead of just... You you want to move her out of the way, please? Yeah, someone
0: get her out of the way. We'd
1: like to shoot the monster, please. (laughs) So, uh... Like, they... they,
0: It's like... It'd be like if, um... If Einstein was like, You know, guys... Maybe we shouldn't be using these weapons I'm creating. And all the soldiers in America just turn their gun on <laughs> Einstein, like, what'd you say? Yeah. I'm like, uh, and then at the end, like, mind you, this pediatrician ends up leading the Titan space program um, of, I guess, building a sustainable genetics-based, yeah, you know, monster, and they send the... they send the first monster, her husband, mm-hmm. to space where he flies around and does absolutely nothing. It's like it's almost like, well, why did we send him here? There's no natural resources yeah, it's that just, we can use.
1: It's just rocks and liquid farts. Like, is, is all that's up there.
0: Like, it just, it just, it just baffles the mind to me. I'm like, man. So they spent all this money to see if they could have humans survive on there. It turns out they can, and I guess they're just gonna give up on that altogether because it looks like uh, at the end of the movie they're building like domiciles and domes for the space program <laughs> which again this pediatrician knows a lot more about genetics than you would think so you would think like it'd be a lot funnier if she was like uh if her degree was in i don't know like natural medicine or something like that I, I, or sports medicine
1: I, 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 <laughs> she's a vet
0: yeah and uh, actually that would make a lot more sense I, than actually, a pediatrician yeah, it would. it's like like she cares so much about kids except for her own yeah like Get out of the way, or we're gonna have to open fire on you, because this man's an unstable monster, and he's already killed, like, three of our soldiers. Fuck you. It's like, I don't want to kill your, your kid, lady. I'd, I kind of do want you to kill my kid, buddy. And... <laughs> alright, alright. Were,
1: were they going for, like, a... Oh, she's calling their bluff type deal, or or is that just... Is that just... Unstable?
0: I think she's... Like I, I, I think when they were kissing her and the monster, um, I think that he exchanged some of his uh, evil DNA, evil monster DNA, <laughs> into her. Maybe you know he slipped her the old monster tongue, <laughs> and uh, so she got a little bit of the evilness inside of her. Uh huh. The 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 uh, you know the half bat, half flipper thing.
1: Do you think? Do you think they sent him to Titan just to get rid of him? <laughs> it's like like he doesn't want to get on the spaceship. You mind scrambling his brains?
0: I... <laughs> I'm not gonna scramble his brains. Oh, he got on anyway.
1: <laughs> yeah, that was, and that's the thing, like... Oh, he doesn't want to get on the spaceship, and then he kills everyone.
0: Oh, I guess he went on then. Yeah, it's like... I guess he just... He was just a little... He was just a little, uh... A little cross. You know, he... <laughs> <laughs> you know, being he, a new monster and all. But he got it out of his system, <laughs> and now he's alright. So... Oh my gosh like I I was just so like this lady's not a hero she <laughs> no. is she is really a bad person through and through uh,
1: like she she was meant to be there as support mm-hmm. uh, you know because you know through you know when they introduced them to the program they said all right uh, this is gonna be bad like y- your husband may die yeah. and uh-huh. you, you kind of need to be there to help him through it, because he's gonna be weak.
0: Yeah, 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 I get you.
1: And, you know, she's all right until all of a sudden, like, the thing they said would happen actually happened.
0: And the doctor's like, yes, you can expect this to happen, um, like, oh, but he's blind, this is, this is irresponsible and immoral. You're the next Nazi. And he's like, okay, listen, no. Everything I said is gonna happen (laughs) is happening now. His blindness will, will be cured within 24 hours you know don't worry about that that's just a a a side effect that we're working on because you know this is a brand new science and all (laughs) and 24 hours later the guy's blindness cures and he's like oh okay i'm feeling better now and everything's fine she's like no no fuck you you're evil you're all evil gosh oh my gosh
1: and i'm sure that is the you know, the I guess the second unit of writers kind of changed that. Uh, I'm sure, uh, like I'm sure the original ending was that, you know, she eventually learned to let go. Yeah. Uh, because she learned that, all right. He's he's not her husband husband anymore. anymore. Yeah. She might have actually given him uh, the injection to make his brain goop,
0: or at the very least, kind of watches as he goes off with his uh, new lover. You know his new his new Eve because they no longer have that connection anymore. You know. Well,
1: it would have made more sense that, you know, all right, you have to give him this thing. You know, you have to give him this brain goop. Uh, you know, you have to give him this injection to make this. You know, turn him into goop because he doesn't want to leave his wife. Or at the for very for this for this other lady.
0: Or at the very least, like you know, he's gonna have to uh, perform you know some uh, dolphin like duties <laughs> with the new girl and. Uh, we don't want any any kind of lingering doubt or guilt maybe in there because he has a wife back home. Yeah. You know, so okay, please, you know, like it's this is going to be crushing, but you have to erase his memory, and you're not going to do it. You're going to inject him with saline, aren't you? Oh my gosh. It, it would have been
1: a, a been a yeah better ending. It would have been a better ending where, you know, it's something she doesn't want to do. Uh, you know, have him you know him having no memories of who she is or the fact that she you know and a kid yeah, he has a kid, but you know she does it out of duty because it's gonna save humanity yeah
0: you know, like there's almost there almost could have been a theme in there where like he's sacrificing her body, but she's almost sacrificing more in order to you know to th- have the necessary yeah. like uh advancements for life and everything like that and like even though it, it hurts her, even though it kills her, she has to be there to support her husband mm-hmm. and to support the program and it, to let him go and all that stuff. I was like, man, you know, it it wouldn't have made the movie good, but at the very least, it would have made the movie better.
1: Yeah, it would have it would have gone from a stupid movie to a passable movie. Yeah,
0: like you know what, I I really I I can't say that I thought that this was a well-done movie, but at the very least, I can understand the intent behind it, and it really does have, you know, deal with some unique things uh, mm-hmm. that you don't see in a sci-fi movie.
1: Like, what are you willing to sacrifice in order to save the human species?
0: Because it can't just be letting your husband live or die. Is basically yeah. letting your husband, you know, forget his family in order to carry on the human species. Mm-hmm. But, nope.
1: Nope, we get a, uh, You know, a, a shootout where, oh. you know, he... Frankensteins his way through a warehouse. <laughs> uh, and, uh... Did we talk- did we discuss the dolphins? No. You know, the- you know, where he swim- like... Where he's swimming around like a dolphin?
0: Like, that's- that's- that's one of the big things early in the movie. Like, he starts- he's underwater for like half an hour, and then he just decides... I'm tired of being underwater. Yeah. Now just not swimming, so he just starts swimming as fast as he can, and he looks like he looks like a dolphin just yeah. swimming through the. Uh, we sw- were swimming we, through the pool.
1: We were expecting him, you know, expecting him to kind of like that little dolphin dance you he know, pops out of the water yeah, pops out of the water they were gonna throw him fish <laughs> and, uh, and beach balls for him to bounce on his nose
0: it's like, it would have been a, definitely would have been a different take on the movie it
1: is why we wouldn't be able to write the movie
0: I think that this is precisely why we should have been able to write the movie <laughs> because otherwise like I don't trust a I don't trust the advice of someone whose patients have to sit on a fire truck in order to because she's a pediatrician and everything <laughs> Like a fire truck uh, like, little room and everything like that. Like, alright, sit down here. They put a little paper on there, you know. <laughs> it's like, oh boy, oh boy! Like, I'm gonna tell these top NATO scientists yeah. the right way to be running this program.
1: Who are, you know, at the fringe uh, of the, uh, of the science. Like and we... whose
0: science is working. <laughs> yeah.
1: Because the thing that they said would happen was happening, and it's you like... didn't like it
0: like i would have I would have really liked it if uh see the monster effect that you know I guess they had on him was just kind of dull and boring, yeah like uh, he just kind of looked like uh like I said he looked like a a whiter version of piccolo from the Dragon Ball <laughs> evolution movie, <laughs> he, and it was stupid
1: I, it, he looked like he was just made out of chicken skin. <laughs>
0: I would have personally liked it a lot better if they gave him, like, a flipper or a (laughs) bottlenose. Maybe a blowhole in the back of his back or something Uh, like that. Maybe
1: just a fin on the back of his head.
0: Yo, so he looks cool. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Like, like, something to make him look aerodynamic. Like,
0: half... I'm thinking half-fin, half-hair kind of thing, where his hair kind of slowly turns into the fin so he can shape and model the fin. Uh,
1: how about I, how about this? How about race car stripes?
0: Yeah, I, I think race car stripes would have made him, yeah, like... It would have been better. It would have been <laughs> snazzy at the very least. Like,
1: him flying around like a stupid would actually have been... You know, far more uh, with you know, tolerable. Yeah, like with the race he, car stripes.
0: At the end, when he spreads his bat wings and glides <laughs> around, it'd be cool <laughs> if he had flames on them. Yeah, yeah, like flame decals. Yeah, flame decals. So all the other people on Titan, because there's nothing else on Titan, like looks back to like maybe he is on fire. <laughs> that's, that's how fast and cool he is. And
1: actually, no, fire can't exist in this atmosphere. Oh my gosh, leave Reggie, us a- you ruin everything.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's why I said we shouldn't have drawn the the fire decal. It should have been something like I don't know frost. Maybe an icicle or something like that. There's nothing
1: but frost here. Why would we have frost there?
0: Listen, I just think frost would have been more in keeping in line with what Titan is really yeah, about. Yeah, I know there's
1: no fire here. That's what makes it more appealing.
0: What? You're gonna introduce fire to people who don't know what fire is. What well, if there are monsters? What people?
1: What people? There's rocks.
0: At the very least, it's just inaccurate to have him on Titan with fire. Can we all agree with that? You might as well have him in the middle of space and pretend he's on fire.
1: Well, I don't know. Like don't no oxygen. Middle, oh, oh no.
0: <laughs> What'd you say?
1: don't so, no, I don't want to get in the middle of you guys. Because I, I thought he was appealing <laughs> to another person.
0: Over. Uh. <laughs> guys, guys, please. How about we? How about we split the difference? Not no icicles, no flames. How about we do a cloud? Oh, a cloud! Cloud. That's boring. But there's clouds on there. In fact, we'll make it a pink cloud because it's more methane. On. Uh, on All right, ti- you're out on. of the
1: conversation.
0: How about this? A cloud with a rainbow. I think that gets everything. <laughs> Everyone is happy now.
1: Was it My Little Pony? No, no.
0: I think he's what, is more. He's a, he a Care Bear. Yes, <laughs> he's a he's a <laughs> Titanus or Homo Titanus Carus Bearish. <laughs>
1: Carisparis sounds like a Harry Potter spell.
0: <laughs> that's what the Care Bears learn in Hogwarts. Oh, that's what you, <laughs> that's you a you, Care Bear you, stare. You cast... Just yeah, that's what you—that's you, how you cast a Care Bear stare with a wand.
1: Or uh, Carisparis is what you turn a person in. How you turn a person into a Care Bear?
0: Oh, so they're just—they're uh, just results of uh, like bad wizards. They're a bi-
1: they are a byproduct. They're like the Dementors.
0: <laughs> they're like uh, a Carisparis is a uh, is one of it's actually the fourth. Um, fourth spell that you're not allowed to do. It's an uh, unforgivable <laughs> spell. You know, because it's like, you're not allowed to do this. It turns their brains to stuffing, literally. It turns <laughs> them into a Care Bear. They're always happy. Oh, it's a sad, sad sight to see.
1: Uh, and, you know, they kind of live in this cloud village in the sky where they're outcast.
0: <laughs> they have to mine the precious uh, vapor from the clouds. <laughs> you know, they don't know any better because, again, their mind's nothing but stuff and fluff.
1: Or maybe, maybe they live off the... The pollution that, we, that we... The smog. The smog. Like, like they're, they're the only thing keeping, uh, you know, the greenhouse effect from turning everything to ash.
0: See, I, I like to think it's the other way around, where uh, to the Care Bears and, you know, the kids they abducted like, in the movies, um, uh, the Care Bears are, uh, they think that it's, like, clouds and everything like that, but really they're, mm-hmm. it's in a dungeon with a lot of smoke and everything <laughs> like that. And it's like, they don't know any better because, again fluff (laughs) (laughs) fluff in their heads it's like oh that is that is awful like you see i would change the harry potter thing where because a lot of people die in book seven yeah and uh and i guess book six and actually starting with book four a lot of people just start dying and uh if we add that last karis Barris uh, spell (laughs) you can make it all the more horrifying where it's like oh man like yeah he didn't kill george but uh but man, I kind of wish he did.
1: <laughs> he might as well have.
0: Like he's walking around, eh, eh, like one of the uh, one of the Weasleys like kicks a pillow and puts it over his face, <laughs> like in uh, one flew over to cuckoo's nest, one flew over to Care Bear's nest. <laughs>
1: or someone somehow sneaks a gun into Hogwarts and just. <laughs>
0: Puts the pillow over the face and then shoots into uh, the pillow. Or, they just, uh, they have open lanterns and open torches, so they just, you know... Just... burn.
1: Them. <laughs> or just they, stick them in the flame. They use the bear to wash the windows.
0: <laughs> Turns out that when you do the Karis-Bear spell... The, uh, the fluff is asbestos, so, like, they can't light on fire. <laughs> they all
1: get on there all, and everyone gets mesothelioma.
0: <laughs> it's like, that's why there's no wizards over the age of 50. It's like, the only Aww. reason that Dumbledore was alive for so long was because he's been, like, drinking a, uh, He's been drawing power from the dark dimension, like the chosen one, or the, uh, the ancient one.
1: Now, is there... Like, I imagine there's, like... You know, in, in every Harry Potter book, there's always some corrupted villain... Uh, where and I imagine there's some man who's half man, half Care Bear. <laughs> like the the spell didn't take. You know, like he he's the uh, you know Harry Potter equivalent, where instead of getting the uh, the, the lightning, the, yeah. you know, the lightning bolt on his head, he's this half
0: bear <laughs> mutant. He's like he's uh you know he lives deep in the woods, but he's like one of the best at what he like. He's one of the best wizards. Where you yeah. know, like he is. He's not really good, nor is he bad, but, you know, he's been twisted into an outcast.
1: I almost imagine he has a a golem-like personality, where he has this very saccharine and happy Care Bear personality, and then there's, like, his normal personality, which has just become very, uh, vengeful. And bitter. (laughs) Yeah.
0: It's like, and to him, when he slips into that Care Bear personality, it is the darkest few seconds of his entire existence. He <laughs> hates it so yeah. much.
1: It, it, it's, it, it, like, he he prays for death every time that he slips into that.
0: He's the, uh, he's almost like the Phantom of the Opera. You know, he's underneath <laughs> Hogwarts playing the organ. <laughs> do, do, do. But it's the recorder. <laughs> It's a kazoo. It's a. <laughs> <laughs> he only plays it when he's in the Care Bear thing.
1: Okay. Is there a menacing way to to play the kazoo? <laughs> I guess with your asshole. <laughs> that's Not that's really the... menacing, more that's of a more... mess. <laughs> that's
0: more insensitive than menacing. Like, oh, 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 somehow the kazoo makes it smell worse. <laughs>
1: This song stinks!
0: (laughs) What would you play if you could have a... If you could play any song with your ass, Kazoo? What would be the song that you'd want to play? Uh... Like, you can learn just... Just learn a song with it. Just any song? I have a few of mine, but I want to hear what some of yours are. Uh,
1: maybe... Let's think... Uh...
0: Uh, Go ahead while you think, I'll start with one of mine. Uh, uh, MacArthur Park. Of course. That's a good one. (laughs) That takes a lot of beans to get through that one.
1: Uh, The Wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald. Well, you
0: just took my number (laughs) two. I'll say. Uh. (laughs) Uh. So let's see. I guess I have to think of another one on the fly. Uh, I don't want to do American Pie, but maybe... uh, You know what? I get the perfect song. Yeah. Uh, The song by Big Sean called Ass. That would be the... (laughs) I can think of no better song. (laughs)
1: <laughs> it's all one note, though.
0: Yeah. Well, that's all I need. It's only one I can produce. It's a B-flat.
1: <laughs> uh, maybe a little Spanish flea.
0: <laughs> or, uh... I- I'm thinking Rocky Like a Hurricane. I think that'd be awesome. See, I want to have power ballads coming out my on. asshole.
1: Like, halfway there by Ben Jo- Bon Jovi. Yeah.
0: Ben Jovi. Ben Jovi. That's what my- that, that that's gonna be my name when I have the kazoo. Ben Dovey. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, you know what? I wonder if I'd draw a crowd doing that. Like, if I did it in a stadium hall, like at the, uh, You know, maybe at the, like, in, like, the New York's, like, fancy district, like, on stage and everything. What, like, Carnegie Hall? Yeah, I, I don't think I would draw much of a crowd. But like maybe on a street corner, in like I don't know the Bronx, I think I can get I think I can get a few fans.
1: I I think it'll be a case where, it, you know, you you might get a homeless man and maybe a couple dogs.
0: I, <laughs> they start howling. <laughs> See to me, it's like it's like a uh, it'd be like a Gallagher show where if the top three rows would have to have a tarp to put over them every now and again. <laughs> it's like guys, I I want you to know something that before. Uh, before I came here, um, I, 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 just, I just, I drank a lot of ginger ale and pineapple <laughs> and, uh, it's just going to be bad, so, it, <laughs> I have to call the show after the first encore. Yeah. Usually I have, <laughs> usually I have four encores, it's like, Nickelback opens for me.
1: <laughs> hey, you, you do that, uh. Was it Hungarian uh, Rhapsody number 4 the one you know that Bugs Bunny oh. one where they're building the building
0: <laughs> or uh, a night on bald mountain <laughs> I have imagine see this is what i'm imagining i'm yeah. imagining i have a whole ...orchestra of people bent over with kazoos in their ass, but they're still wearing, like, tuxedos and dickies.
1: <laughs> a bu- was it just a bunch of teamsters?
0: No! No! I imagine they are, like, royal-trained, like, <laughs> musicians. They're, uh, full-on flatulists.
1: Like, I- I-, I- I wonder how one trains themselves to be, like, a soprano ass.
0: <laughs> um you gotta eat more hearty things uh, good roughage uh, some fiber and you can you can really get uh you can really get them the falsettos those are the squeaky ones you get a little bit of cheese in there and, and like you know you get this course together you get all the people you know doing it and man I'm telling you like jeez, you get Vogger, uh Wagner uh, you know get some flight of the bumblebee in there and whew. <laughs> Uh, was that Wagner? I don't think it was. Play, no, no.
1: I don't know who did play of the Bumblebee.
0: Wagner did uh, the Valkyrie. Or, or or right something. of the Valkyrie. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be good too. <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, till proven otherwise, Wagner did everything. of <laughs> the Bumblebee. He did. Do 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 do. I know.
1: Symphony number five. <laughs> yeah. The, the symphony.
0: symphony for the devil. <laughs>
1: That would be a uh, yeah, that would be a good one. Like a lot of uh, stones and beetles.
0: Yeah, uh, passing stones, you know, I call them. <laughs> and uh, I got nothing for the beetle, the shitty beetles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I uh, I think that I can effectively either ruin my career or make myself like the greatest performer who's ever. Li- you know, Mozart. If Mozart was still alive today, he would have loved a concert oh my like this. Yeah, he
1: loved. He, he was. He was a. Vile man, love like, loved doing, uh, you know, m- you know, loved writing songs about poop and farts and
0: yeah, like uh, he would have, he would have appreciated the ass kazoo. Yeah, if anybody would. Yeah,
1: if any, if anyone would, it would be Mozart, the, m- you know, the man-child prodigy.
0: Moat or uh, Beethoven would probably turn his nose up to it and then hold it. <laughs> But Mozart, yeah, the he sees the genius behind what we are, <laughs> or I'm well, not you. I'm not dragging you into this.
1: <laughs> like Beethoven, he, like uh, like he his music was too angry. Like uh, <laughs> like uh, like you heard the the uh, the history of like Beethoven. Like he was so passionate and, and you know so uh you know violent with his pianos. He would break them and you know while playing them. So he would just like I can't imagine what he would do to a kazoo. <laughs> Probably I, launch it across the room.
0: I don't, I don't want to do the Ninth Symphony. Last time I did it, my asshole fell off. <laughs> it's like it. No, never mind. <laughs> I don't want to go too hardcore. In this.
1: <laughs> I, I imagine, I imagine Beethoven. It would just like there would just be a powerful wind, and it like <laughs> like uh, you know some some lord's w- uh, powdered wig would fly off.
0: <laughs> but toven so we effectively just and I'm pretty sure that this is true Mm -hmm. destroyed all of music for the entire world like I don't think music will ever be the same like it's almost like music was the one thing that everyone in the entire world could agree on that was a good thing like it doesn't matter if you have different tastes in music as other people like if you like Fetty Wap I know you don't but it, I don't know who that is. That was a Scrooge's boss. Um, I think that was a joke you made one time. Did I? Yeah, you made it. I thought that was the funniest joke I would ever heard. I was like, "This is Fetty Wap." He's like, "Oh, that's Scrooge's boss," and I never forgot that joke. <laughs> but no, if you like Fetty Wap, that's fine. If you like, um, if you like the Stones, that's fine. If you like the Beatles, that's fine. Hell, even if you like Nickelback, that's fine. Everyone has their own music that they just can connect to. You know yeah. what I mean? And we've effectively said, "Nope." That's out the window now.
1: <laughs> you're old you. you passionate about that? Well, we're going to make fart music out of it.
0: It's like, well, okay, so now we have to find something other in music that can unite mankind. How about, I don't know, everyone likes tacos, right? Ooh. Uh, well, no. you don't want to hear my music after that. It's
1: 2020. Let's not take that away from the people. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you know what? Tacos are good. Yeah. Tacos are unanimously good.
1: Uh, yeah. <laughs> It takes a rare person to not like tacos. Here's the
0: thing, like, tacos are so, I guess, uh, like, across the board, there's so many different types of tacos. Like, Mm -hmm. I personally like hard-shell tacos, but I don't like soft-shell. Really? I'm I'm, the opposite. Yeah, and that's the thing. A lot of people are, but it's not that I wouldn't eat a soft-shell taco if it Mm -hmm. was there, because I've had them, like, okay, this is filling me up good, but, uh, yeah, I prefer the the hard-shell tacos. I I don't put anything but meat in it. Meat and taco shell, and then I put some, uh... Like salsa or whatever on the really? top. Really, no cheese? Nope. I don't like the cheese. I don't like. Uh, I don't like lettuce. I don't like. Uh, oddly enough, I don't like tomato. You know, on it. I don't think people usually put a lot of tomato on there. No. But the salsa has to be smooth for me, and with a little bit of kick.
1: Okay, uh, fair enough. I I just like a flour tortilla, yeah, meat and cheese. I, pretty much, uh, it's a cheeseburger
0: I can roll up. I guess that's fair. Yeah. To me, it's uh, to me, it's like, nope. I don't want anything. I don't want anything extra. You know, I don't. I just want. The sensation of the ground beef with uh, the sensation of having chips you mm-hmm. know kind of like nachos with like a lot of ground beef in there
1: nope I don't like those mixture of textures I want my I want the flavor you know I, I want a cheeseburger with a hint of uh, you know south of the border flavor mm-hmm. but in terms of spice it, with that is one step above Baby food
0: Ugh. in terms of mush. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. I don't like mushy stuff. Too I love much. mushy stuff. I know you do, uh, Mister uh, Captain Crunch.
1: Yes, that is the best way to eat peanut butter crunch, where it's just about gruel. <laughs>
0: just I, I I I can I can disagree with that. I disagree with that, and you know. But again, to each his own. You eat the way you eat the way you like. You know, mm. you like, like to eat it wrong, and I like to eat it just <laughs> normal, like a normal adult. See that's the thing. I don't like mushy stuff. That's why I like the hard shot.
1: Well, the thing is, is if you eat it regular, it's, it's like eating fiberglass. Oh yeah, of the course. The top it... of your mouth is just going to be shredded. Well, we
0: all know that. I mean, that's the best part of it. You get a little bit of a little bit of ketchup in there with your uh, your peanut butter. You know, a little bit of blood.
1: <laughs> or maybe maybe it's like that uh, Goldschlager where you're supposed to, like you know you know shred your throat and mouth up so you can absorb the alcohol better
0: <laughs> so you can absorb the peanut butter goodness yeah. of captain Crunch better
1: so ma- like, maybe there's a method to the madness
0: it's like maybe it's like uh maybe it's like absinthe where before you you eat, the, um, before you eat the bowl of cereal you have to like like melt a sugar cube or something in there inside of it like <laughs>
1: that is the daintiest uh, that is the most elegant uh like uh yeah, way to have cereal where you need a specific utensil. Mm-hmm. That's what I always thought was weird about uh, absinthe, where you have to, like, you have this special little utensil you put your sugar cube on, and then you pour. I guess you pour the absinthe over that. Yeah, it's it's it's
0: weird. I've, I think I had, um, I think I tried absinthe one time. I don't think it was like the real, like, no, yeah, yeah, absinthe. it's American. Absinthe. Yeah, but um. I didn't do it with the, the cube, and I got to tell you, it was just awful. It was an awful experience. It, to me, it just tasted like Jägermeister. And I like Jägermeister. I love Jägermeister. No, I don't. I know. I, a lot of people don't like black licorice, but I'm a, I'm a black licorice fan, and Jägermeister was just black licorice to me. Yeah. Like I can just guzzle it, and I'll be like, all right, this is good, and then I'll just Mm-mm. be out. I'll be puking up my <laughs> chicken and everything like that. <laughs> puking in the sink and just being like, oh, oh. Nope, I, I, I love that. Fireball. I don't mind fireball either. Tastes like uh, oh, uh, cinnamon. Yeah, it tastes like cinnamon. And I, I had Goldschläger once. I didn't mind it. Had a little flecks of golden air, which was probably just paint. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that wasn't bad. I don't, I, I don't remember the
1: the flavor Goldschläger
0: that much. Um, actually, I don't either. I, I don't remember a lot about that night. I remember, uh, I remember I was just like, you know, what? let me see how much of this like that was actually, like the last liquor I drank before I was. Before I'd reached the point where I was like, I can't drink like this anymore. I think I was 26 or 27, and I bought a thing of Goldschläger. I, uh, sp- I was hanging out with a friend of mine, Greg, uh, mm-hmm. and we were, you know, we we're supposed to drink it together, have it, you know, just have like a fun night. We we're playing video games and you know drinking liquor, and you know something came up, he couldn't make it, and uh, so I just sat there and just drank it alone, and I was like, <laughs> oh.
1: <laughs> it's a healthy way to drink.
0: Yeah, I was like, all right, I guess I'll just drink this. You know, I think I drank <laughs> half the bottle, and uh, it was—it was, it wasn't a huge bottle, but it was definitely you know enough. Yeah, it was like it was enough to get two of us drunk for probably two nights in a row. So I drank half the bottle myself, and then I woke up the next day just dead. Like, I, and I was <laughs> like, man, I just can't do this anymore. Like, this isn't for me anymore. <laughs> like, I—I I physically cannot carry on like this anymore, <laughs> and, uh... Like, there was just sweat coming out of me, and there was, like, just gold flecks in my sweat. And I was like, man, <laughs> I I don't want to do this anymore. And I really, um, don't get me wrong, I I've still, I've, I still uh, have a few drinks every now and yeah, again. Um,
1: you just can't party.
0: Yeah, like, my tolerance at this point is so low that, like, four beers is, you know, probably enough to get me drunk.
1: That uh, beer doesn't do anything for me.
0: I, I, I usually drink beer just because, you know... Oddly enough I like the flavor. Like I like Miller Lite just because it's water. Um it's just what it is. You know, it's <laughs> just it's like it's not a not a really beery taste. It's like all yeah, right.
1: it's it's bread flavored water. Yeah.
0: And it's like, "Okay, this is fine." And uh but like usually if I'm drinking something like Miller Lite, it's 9 times out of 10 um or maybe like I don't know 11 times out of 28. I don't know how it works. Um <laughs> but I'll be drinking it just to kind of like cuz I'm I'm relaxing. Like, "All yeah. right. You know, I'll be watching the basketball game or a baseball game. I'm like, I could really go for a beer right about now. And, then, mm-hmm. and just have a little drink. You know, and just like, ah, this is this is living. And, uh, but now, like, if I drank two or three, like, if I drank too much of those before the game's over, it's like, I'm not going to see the end. <laughs> it's like, in the basketball game, you have to see the last ten minutes because that's the only good part of the basketball game. So all the action is. Everything else is just getting to the last ten minutes of a basketball game.
1: Yeah, why don't they just make basketball games ten minutes long?
0: I don't know. Uh, I guess because everyone would be too not-tired.
1: <laughs> you wouldn't sell all that beer. Yeah, as
0: I say, you wouldn't sell as much liquor or beer. They're not gonna, People don't sell liquor at games. Well, I, I don't know, actually. Uh, I think they try to discourage that kind of stuff. I mean, probably, I know
1: they... I, I'm guessing there'd probably be a lot more fights.
0: Yeah, and yeah, I know Um, most stadiums you can't get a beer, I think, after the seventh-inning stretch. Hmm. Or something like that because they want people to be kind of uh sobered up before they're driving home. That's fair. But if you're leaving early, like in the seventh inning to beat the traffic <laughs> <laughs> You know, I I know a lot of people do that. Like I've done that before, uh with my friends we go out to a game like a football game or a baseball game, and it's like all right, we're gonna Let's, let's head out early to beat the traffic. I don't like doing that, because I was like, well, what's the point? Yeah. To miss the end of the game. Like, oh, we will listen to it on a radio. I we'll could listen to the whole damn thing on a radio. It's like, I paid 15 to $20 on crab fries. I'm not even going to see how the fucking game <laughs> ends. But, um... So, yeah, a lot of people leave early to beat the traffic. But, like, people don't usually do that other things. Like, imagine going to a movie and being like, all right, we still have about 20 minutes left in Jurassic World, but, uh... <laughs> I think I'm gonna get out early and, and uh, beat the traffic. I'm assuming the dinosaurs win.
1: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, why don't people just stick around and talk, and then when the stadium's nice and empty, you leave.
0: That's actually uh, that's what I do um, when I go to baseball with uh, um, my friend Sarah, my mm. and Daryl, and everything like that. Like they were the only people who would just stick around for a while after the game to just kind of you know chill for a little bit. And yeah. I was like, yeah, I liked it a lot better because yeah, there was a lot of traffic in that initial thing with everyone going out but uh it wasn't too bad if you just you know like you said just kind of wait a little bit
1: yeah when you have you know fifteen thousand people emptying out of a stadium at one time it's going to be it's going to be a bit busy but if you just wait maybe a half hour to you know an hour just kind of sitting around and chilling it's it's gonna be a lot easier, I would yeah,
0: imagine. Talking about the game, you know, what I mean. Then uh, again,
1: if everyone does that, you are just gonna have a stadium of people who don't want to leave.
0: And everyone, everyone is trying to clean up the stadiums, like, "All right, get out, show's over," you know, kind of thing. Because they're all Irish cops, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> they they after, after the thirties, like they couldn't get a lot of jobs, I guess, so they became. I uh, no one ushers. respects
1: the accent anymore.
0: <laughs> like we used to be the police. Oh well, <laughs> them sweeping. Um. Also, the only other time I stayed after an uh, sporting event was uh, me and my mom went to see the Harlem Globetrotters. I was old. I was old enough to care. I was like,
1: mm-hmm. I was in my twenties because okay.
0: it was something that we always wanted to do. Because I, you know, I think the Harlem Globetrotters are neat, and it was a, it was just a great experience. Even though you kind of know going in that they're probably gonna win. <laughs> um,
1: what was it the Generals? Yeah, it's they, always the... it was.
0: Always, it's always the the Washington Generals.
1: Like, did they did they
0: win? Nope, they didn't win. <laughs> Who'd have thunk? Uh, Here's the thing. I actually looked it up, and it's like, there are, every now and again, the Washington Generals win. Really? And I'm like, man, that's just kind of weird. Like, why would somebody go to see a a Harlem Globetrotters (laughs) game for them
1: to lose? I imagine people go... Like, imagine if you go to a Globetrotters game and they lose, people are just going to throw stuff at them. (laughs)
0: Like, uh, it was a really... Like I said, it was a really fun thing because they you know it started off the generals came out and they're like oh we're in goes in Philly and they're like oh we're in the the civic center where where they played all the the Wakovia center where they played the basketball games Yeah. and then they started making fun of the 76ers were like oh maybe we can get a win at least we'll get one win this season not like the 76ers and people be booing them yeah. boo. like they would <laughs> talk trash and it was great um they're like all right now we're going to introduce a brand new thing there's going to be a four-point circle at the corners of, you know, the court, the half-court. Yeah. Like, you know, like, if you make a shot from there, you get four points instead of three. I'm like, okay, that's kind of cool. And the funny thing is I hear they, like, I was hearing rumors that they might try to adopt something like that in the hmm. actual NFL. And I'm like, I would be NFL. down for that. Or, or NHL. Yeah, the NFL. Like, they add a little bit of basketball <laughs> to it, uh, you know.
1: Man, that, that turned things for a loop.
0: <laughs> they throw the football from a certain spot, and if it makes it in the basket, they get four points. You know, I would give it to him. Yeah, I'd be like, you know what, this is worth it. <laughs> it's like, go on. Oh no, go ahead. The,
1: here's here's how little I know uh, about basketball. Growing up, I thought uh, I thought the Harlem Globetrotters were a legitimate NBA.
0: A uh, basketball team. It's like, why don't you ever see them winning championships? I, I,
1: I thought they were like, all right, they're in the NBA. Like, they just have a gimmick.
0: Yeah, they they have some sweet ass uniforms.
1: Like, have an awesome song. Like, I don't know, you know, I don't know how the you know attaching the rubber band to the basketball is a legal <laughs> move, but you know, what? maybe they do it when the refs aren't looking.
0: <laughs> like, um, they they had uh, they didn't do this out there, but I saw some like videos and clips and everything on television or on YouTube where they had, like, a remote control ball so that, like, it would always, (laughs) always, like, roll away from the generals. And I'm kind of upset that they didn't do that at the game, but, uh... But, you know, they still did enough, like, there was this tiny guy who was smaller than, uh... Smaller than, like, Russell Westbrook. He was, like, he was, like, four foot or whatever in the, (laughs) like, on the generals. And every time he missed the shot, every time he missed, like, the announcer who was apparently rooting for the, uh... The the, the Harlem Globetrotters, Uh you know, he... He would say the guy's name was like Duncan or something. He's like, Duncan is short. Every time he missed. <laughs> and it made me laugh every single time. Oh, man. It was great. So,
1: so was it the actual Harlem, like the local, was it a local Harlem Globetrotters? No, it was the, actual, was it the actual. It was the
0: actual Harlem Globetrotters. Um, of course, they, you know, they change. Uh, like, players over the years and everything like that. Oh, yeah, that, I don't but, think
1: it's, like, the, the original Globetrotters yeah, no, those guys are were on dead. Scooby-Doo. Yeah. <laughs> or Gilligan's Island.
0: Oh. F- you know, to be fair, they did beat those robots. <laughs> that was actually a plot. Maybe that will be a movie we watched for this.
1: Was That was a movie? That was a movie. Nope, that was a movie. The
0: Harlem Globetrotters beat up uh, Gilligan's Island, or meet the... Gilligan's Island meet the Harlem Globetrotters. That's what it was. So
1: that means... The Harlem Globetrotter. I mean, that means Gilligan's Island and Scooby Doo are in the same
0: universe. Wow. Yeah, I guess that's true. Since they both met the Harlem Globetrotters, they they. Well, like, that just means that Gilligan's Island and Batman are in the same universe. Yeah, because Scooby Doo met Batman and Robin, and the Three Stooges. Well, that's, I guess that's that's fair.
1: <laughs> that's right. There were a lot of uh. There was a Long lot Harvey. of celebra- celebrities on Scooby Doo. What was Gilligan? They, I'm not actually sure Gilligan wasn't on. You know, Gilligan and Skipper weren't on. Scooby-Doo. Yeah,
0: it, it seems right to me. It seems like I've seen a cartoon version of them.
1: I can't be you know certain, but I'm. I almost want to because both were both were airing in the '60s. I believe. Yeah,
0: yeah, they were. Um, and the Scooby-Doo movies, you know, the the ones that had the celebrity guests. Like, yeah. I mean, they met Don Knotts.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Don Knotts was in everything.
0: Don Knotts, like. You couldn't get rid of Don Knotts. <laughs> like, if Don Knotts was, uh... If, if Don Knotts showed up, most of the time, it was because they hadn't called security yet. It's like, oh, Don Knotts is back. He's gonna bring that fucking donkey. Get yeah. him out of here.
1: <laughs> like, Don Knotts was in everything in the 70s. Like, oh, where's this alien who's putting their eggs in everyone?
0: <laughs> what, I, is that... Is that... Uh, I was like, don't tell me. Is that alien? Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's 1979. So. Yeah, I, yeah, I think he's one of the the guys on Astromo Yeah, I think that would be I think that'd be great.
1: Like, what other '70s properties can we inject on Oscar? <laughs> Oh, There's a shark in the water. I wouldn't go swimming if yeah, I he, was
0: you. He, he's he's Quinn. Yeah, you know, <laughs> like he doesn't do the, the 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 nails on a chalkboard. He does. Oh, I, 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 and everyone just kind of turns and looks at him. He shows he tells his dark story. The shark got my entire crew. I don't know. <laughs> Oh, black eyes like a, like a doll's eyes. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That would be great. Yeah. <laughs> now, I I mean, I can't think of a lot of 70s movies. Maybe Rocky or a picture show. Oh, <laughs> well, there's Rocky. And Rocky, yeah. Oh, my gosh. I was thinking at first, maybe he's Mickey, but I'd rather him fight Rocky. <laughs> Rocky versus Don Knotts. Oh, how do I get in this situation? You know what? I bet you he could hold his own. Yeah.
1: <laughs> He's the champ. He's a he's the Apollo Creed. He
0: he's that's why he comes in with his uh, his Harlem Globetrotter shorts and everything like that, and he's got the you know James (laughs) Brown singing a song about him and everything.
1: Or or maybe he's Dolph Lundgren.
0: He no, I got it. He's the robot. (laughs) He's a robot in Rocky Four. Like he's not a robot. It's just Don Knotts coming. Like look at this robot we got, and here comes Don Knotts. How you doing? Oh, he's creepy. Paulie's like. I don't want this freaking robot in here. <laughs> oh, come on, come on Polly! Uh, we'll be we'll be uh, best friends. <laughs> it's a good. That is a good <laughs> Don. Da-
1: oh man, good old Don da- Knots.
0: Yeah, what's he doing nowadays? Pushing up daisies. I guess that makes sense. Oh yeah, he was on Three's Company. He was like the least funny part of Three's Company. That's really because well, the thing is um. He he, uh, oh, he. He was in the later ones. Yeah, wasn't he he, he was... replaced um, Norman Fell <laughs> yeah. as the landlord. And here's the thing, Norman Fell as uh, as Mister Roper was, both of them, him and Missus Roper, were really really funny. Like yeah. the early episodes, like the first couple seasons, were really really funny. And uh, then they're like, all right, let's get rid of him. Who are we gonna replace him with? Hi uh, hey God, uh, how's it going? He's also Jimmy Stewart. Oh, <laughs> uh, Clarence. Uh, he, he was actually Harvey the Rabbit. He played, uh, Don Knotts. <laughs> but they bring Don Knotts in and it was like... I mean, I guess he was still funny, but it, it was just, like, you couldn't hold a candle to the Ropers. Yeah, maybe, maybe they just didn't know how to write Don, for Don Knotts. It's like, whatever it is, whatever it is that you're doing, Don Knotts cannot be satisfied with it. It has to annoy him in some way and he's got to bitch about it. That yeah. That's his whole shtick.
1: Like, maybe... <laughs> Maybe Don Knotts was like a real big prima donna, like, on that show. <laughs> oh, there's a red m M&M and in my MMs. I specifically said no red m Now,
0: uh, c- come in here, uh, Lou to stagehand. Yes, sir. <laughs> now, what's this? Oh, that's a that's a bottle of uh, champagne. This is a bottle of dom- d- domestic champagne, isn't it? Isn't it? Yes, sir. So it can't be called fucking champagne, now can it? <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: no, no! no. Boom! No, no, no. Oh! I really thought that uh, broke. <laughs> you just Ble- collapse, <laughs> collapse Ble- like a sack of like bricks.
0: He's <laughs> bleeding out. Oh no! They they come into the, the stage room or the, his dressing room and he's trying to sneak out the window.
1: <laughs> it's it's what's his face from uh, Roger Rabbit? Ah, oh, fuck me! <laughs>
0: get him it's like a manhunt for Knotts. he's in every newspaper in America he's like the fugitive I, I didn't I, do anything I don't care
1: I don't care
0: that, that's that's my uh, that's my uh, Bob Hoskins now Knotts is his name and laughing is his game was he a comedian? Like, a stand-up comedian at some Don point? Don Yeah. I, or was he just always on the Andy Griffith show, and they're like, Yeah, this guy... Like, I don't really...
1: I don't know what Don Knotts did. I know... I, I think he was too late for... Like, maybe he, he came in towards the... tail tail end of vaudeville.
0: I, I don't know. <laughs> Actually, no, he, he's always been old. Like, even in the I, Andy Griffith show, he was like... I want to say Andy Griffith... He was like 70.
1: Was, <laughs> I want to say in Andy Griffith, he was at least... At the maximum in his 40s. Yeah, I. I, I, Uh, But I want to say, like, early 30s.
0: Like. Like. Yeah, I like to see, like, late 30s, maybe early 40s or something like that in there. But again, like, what was the Andy Griffith show? The 50s and 60s? Something like that? Yeah, something like that. So, man, this guy was born in, like, the 20s.
1: Oh, that sounds about right. Yeah. Like, you have to think, he was, like, he was super old in uh, Pleasantville.
0: Yeah. He. He was, uh, he was 18 during World War, or he was in his, like, late late teens, early 20s in World War Two. He actually, he, he was like, a he's had 10 confirmed kills and everything like <laughs> that. He was leader of the, <laughs> like, back then, you know, he was, you know, he was just kind of like, Alright, we're gonna move these men over here, and then we're gonna move these men over here. Let's get these sons of bitches! And then, like, a shell exploded too close to him. <laughs> and it gave him shell shock oh
1: he was really brutal he had like he has like a, a necklace of Nazi ears <laughs> <laughs> like back at home in
0: a trunk Rommel read the book of uh, that Don Nuts wrote on uh, <laughs> on warfare <He's laughs> but then he just one shell landed too close and it scrambled his brains Oh, <laughs> uh, 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 do you know he he can't recognize his kids anymore. <laughs> oh, that's dark.
1: Just you know, there are days where they found him talking to the lamp.
0: <laughs> he would he would, <laughs> and that's why he was such a prima donna on set <laughs> because he he just didn't know any better.
1: Like he thought the uh, you know, he thought the red M and M's were pills to. You know, make him, you know, to
0: change his memories. There really were no red M&M's. What he meant to say was green (laughs) M&M's. But he didn't remember the word for for green. (laughs) (laughs) And on that note... um, The Titan? The Titan. What a... Kind of a stupid movie and almost laughably infuriating ending.
1: Kind of dumb. Yeah. Uh, You know, I wouldn't say a waste of time, but I wouldn't say... A productive use of your time. Just a <laughs> odd experience, but a memorable one.
0: All right. See you later. A toodaloo. That'll hold a little uh, soapy's.